0: So my dear brothers and sisters, you're very, very welcome to our Holy Mass and to this weekend retreat for your good selves. To all of our friends from Limerick, it's great to see you again. Some of you, who's here for the first time? Hands up. First time? You've been here before. <laughs> okay, so some of your faces are new. You're very, very welcome. Good to see you. So I'm Father Patrick and I'm uh, the resident priest here in Holy Family Mission. Uh, I did a bit of work in, in Naples. Uh, and Have you ever heard of Pompeii? Yeah, Pompeii, you might have come across it at school. So, Pompeii, um, there's an active volcano, it's still active, called Vesuvius. Uh, it's uh, near Naples, more or less. And uh, a couple of centuries back, it erupted and vomited a whole load of ash on a village while everybody was still working there. And, you know, there were children at school and there were shops. And basically, it, it, it's like it froze the city. You know, the ash kind of fell as people were. As people were, were, were kind of running away, the ash would kind of bury them, and then they'd be buried in, in the ash uh, alive, and so on. So then, great for archaeology for afterwards, a bit grim, but um, they were able to discover what people lived like and what they did a couple of centuries back. Now, that volcano is still active, and uh, where I did mission down there uh, was very, very close to Pompeii. So we decided one day that we'd go and have a look at the volcano, just have a peek into it, see if we could, you know, Throw a rock in and see if we could start an eruption or something. Uh, so, so as we were driving up to Vesuvius, you could see the old lava flow, right? So it's it's like a it's like a, like a frozen wave. So it's like you, you see that like it was molten rock at one point, and it's flowing down, and then it just dries up, you know. So you've got these wave kind of formations coming out. Of Vesuvius that are now frozen rock, right? And what did some of the local people do, or the local um, county council, due to various envelopes under the table? They'd cut a little section out of that and build a house, right? But when I say house, like I mean, I mean multi-story, like a, in an eight-story apartment block, uh, in a former lava flow. Does this seem like a good idea to any of you? It is still an active volcano. So when that volcano blows next, right? And it usually blows every 75 years, by the way. It's, it's regular-ish. Uh, it's, 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 a, it's a little overdue at the moment. It's due to blow. And when it does, I mean, if your apartment was in the former flow of lava, would you be confident? Oh, at least I'm on the eighth floor. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's absolute insanity. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, but this is... This is somewhat normal there. But I was talking to a local, and they said that they, they can tell more or less when the eruptions are going to happen. These days, they have, they have obviously much better equipment than they had in the past. So between tremors, and then normally that there, there, there are, there are ga- gases escape first, and then she blows. Uh, but the thing is, if, they said, if you announce, if you tell people in advance there's going to be an eruption, you can't say if it's going to be a week's time or a month's time. It could be six months. You, you, you'd, you'd know this, like the sulphur sulfuric gas will start to leak uh, and there'll be signs that it's coming, but you don't know when exactly. Now, dear friends from Limerick, if you were to hear that the city was going to have to be evacuated at some point, right, because there's going to be a volcano eruption, a volcanic eruption, what do you think is going to happen in that city they 'd all, all freak out and would they all you know flock to the churches, or would something else happen? get a, a water, get on a plane. plane if you, yeah yeah, if you could, if you could, my guess and this is also the, the opinion of this person I met from Naples, if you announce that the city is going to, there's, there's going to be an eruption in a week's time or a month's time, rioting, looting, and absolute chaos. Right? Because the place is going to blow anyway. Might as well get what you can before you get out. You know what I mean? But because it, it could be a week's time or a month's time or six months' time, when, when do you have to start, like, when do you have to leave? When do you actually have to start taking this seriously? You don't really know, but in the, in the meantime, there'd be absolute chaos. Our gospel today talks about staying awake, praying at all times for the strength to survive, all that's going to happen, because we don't know the day nor the hour. Right? We don't know when the Lord is coming. Another way of saying that is we don't know when we're going to die. The Lord might come during our lifetime, the second coming of Christ, which we believe in as Catholics. That might happen during our lifetime. It might. If it doesn't, either way, I'm going to see him face-to-face at some point. One-to-one. At some point, I'm going to see the Lord, you know? So we have a a limited amount of time here on the earth. Our our time will eventually run out. So 70, 80 years, maybe, maybe less. Who knows? We don't know. I could be gone before you. No one knows. So we have a limited amount of time. And the Lord is saying to, to, to stay awake, right? Praying at all times. So how would we... How do we prepare for this meeting with the Lord? What's your name in the second row there? Are you? Hi. Yeah, what's your name again? Jonathan. 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 Say you were to meet the good Lord himself next Wednesday week. All right, you have an appointment at half two. Next Wednesday week, you're going to meet Jesus. What would you do? Bear. Yeah. JP? Yeah. What would you do? You're going to meet Jesus next Wednesday week at half two. Oh, then maybe we'll be presuming a church, not a hotel, but you're going to meet him. What would you do? How would you prepare for it? We'll make conscience, and make sure get confession. Examination conscience and confession. Good idea. Good start. Okay. Yeah. Ask him what's the point of life, yes. right? So you're going to meet Jesus, and you're going to ask him. What's, and he might ask you what's the point of your. Life? He might ask you. He might return the question to you, and say, "What is the point of your life?" <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, good. Okay, so you'd you'd have a question, right? If you want to meet Jesus, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, we definitely would have questions. Mm-hmm. What about one of the girls over there? What's your name with the red hair behind Nicola? Hi. Yeah, the girl not looking at me. Yeah, you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're going to meet... Je- no, the... No, your next story. Uh, so if you're going to meet Jesus next Wednesday week, how would you prepare? This is pretty momentous-like. He's kind of God. Remember that? You know, he kind of made all that exists and stuff. God died on the cross there 2,000 years ago. Rose from the dead. he lots of people. Can read your soul go to confession is it yeah definitely that's a definitely a, a good start so okay if you're going to meet you're going to meet jesus in two weeks right i think confession is a, definitely a good place to start what if you're going to meet jesus and he was going to take you away as in you're going to meet jesus and that was going to be the moment of your you know you know one way kind of thing uh would you prepare differently if you knew you had two weeks left say goodbyes yeah say say goodbye to people good anything else though would you would you live differently would you live the next week and a half differently if you know if you knew they were the only week and a half you had left on this earth would you how would you live differently Visit visit the place you want to go like like holiday places Okay. So have have but then you've only got ten days. Start doing a lot of good. Start doing a lot of good? Ah. Like what? Jonathan. You've ten days left. What are you gonna do? okay I'll give maybe two general directions this answer could go and then ultimately the choice is yours if you've got 10 days left you could say I've got 10 days left on this earth I can do whatever the blazes I want right so I'm going to go on mad holidays I'm going to drink myself into oblivion I'm going to vape until it's coming out my esophagus which it it does anyway until it comes out my ears I'm going to do all I'm going to blow a load of money I'm going to go to every party I can right squeeze all the fun and the joy out of life that I can before I go that's an option that's an option thing is my guess is you've already tried that my guess is you've already tried many of those things and invariably, they appear to be fun for a while, but ultimately, they always disappoint. Ultimately, they, they kind of leave you feeling empty. So there's, an, there's another alternative. There's another way that we can use the limited time we have here on Earth. And that's to do good. Now, it sounds really obvious or maybe predictable. But to do good in three directions, okay? In order to find joy, joy, to do good towards Jesus J. To do good towards others. O. Oh, and to do good then for ourselves. Y. Yourself. Okay. Right. So I have a limited amount of time. If I'm going to meet the Lord, I should probably get ready for that. If, I'm going to, if I want to spend eternity with him, if I can't spend five minutes with him in prayer, will I want to spend eternity with him in heaven? I might actually decide that I don't. If I can't spend five minutes in prayer with the Lord, do you want to spend eternity with him in heaven? Okay? If I spend my life just doing what makes me happy and pursuing my next pleasure, then am I ready to go to heaven where it's a place of love where where I'm supposed to think about the other's needs and put the other's needs above my own? If I've never done that, am I ready for heaven? If I've lived a life only taking care of number one, if I've lived a life only pursuing pleasure, am I ready to be with God forever? Probably not. Probably not. So we have a limited amount of time. I'm beginning to feel old at 44. And just so you know, I think any of the, my priest brothers here might agree with me. Uh, I thought when I was like, you know when you're a child this time of the year now, once you hit December, it feels like Christmas Day is eons away. And you're counting down every 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 day, like oh my goodness, like it's twenty four sleeps to Christmas, and it's twenty sleeps to Christmas, and I'm going to actually explode with excitement. Right? You know, when it, once you hit the twentieth, it's the twentieth, you know, and you just actually count. You go to the, the night the twenty like, fourth, you go to sleep, you can't sleep, you can't sleep. It's Christmas Day. It's my Christmas Day in the morning. You can't sleep, you can't. You know, and like you're so excited, and the time just seems to go so slow. <laughs> <laughs> right, and you're in primary school. Like, it seems like forever until you're going to get your confirmation, and then you get confirmation. You're in secondary school, and then things start to kind of, kind of accelerate. Secondary school isn't exactly slow, but before you know it, you kind of find yourself in leaving cert. Then college, college is a blip, that's gone, and then your twenties kind of evaporate very, very quickly. Thirties, whoa. Forties, holy cow, it's quick, and before you know it, you're retired and you know, looking at your plot in the graveyard, and that, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, it it all happens very. I haven't chosen my plot yet. I'm going to check it out next Wednesday. Um, I actually don't know where I'll be buried. I don't know. (laughs) I haven't given no thought. Um, But point being, life actually goes very quickly. Life passes us by very, very quickly. The time that we have to do good is very short, and once it's over, it's over. And we have these two choices. Deuteronomy says, two ways I set before you, a man, a way, of, a way of life and a way of death. Choose life that you and your descendants may live. This is my choice every day. I'm going to meet the Lord. I will meet him one day. This isn't a hypothetical question. You will meet him one day. This whole Jesus guy that we're talking about all the time, you're going to see him face to face. This isn't a fantasy. Will you be ready for that day? Unfortunately, we may not get a heads up. You may, if you're diagnosed with maybe cancer or something, you may know that there's a good chance in six months or a year I won't be here. But you may not. Maybe a car accident, boom, gone. You don't know. So stay awake. Praying at all times for the strength to survive all that is going to happen. That you can stand with confidence before the Son of Man. That's Jesus' advice. When he says stay awake, he uh, he doesn't mean don't sleep. He says earlier, watch yourselves or your hearts will be coarsened. They get hard, you know? They get coarsened with debauchery and drunkenness. And just caring about this life, just the things of this life. And that day will be sprung on you suddenly like a trap. So you've come here this weekend. You're going to spend a couple of days now with good people, people who care about you. All of those who have organized this retreat for you, they actually care. They don't actually get paid for this. JP, are you, are you raking in the millions now being here for, for a day and a half with these boys? It's just, it's just the privilege and the pleasure of their company. right? They care. They care about ye. They want ye to be happy. And in some way, they want to help prepare ye for this day when ye'll meet the Lord. So, if you can, open your heart to the Lord who actually wants to speak to you, who actually wants to direct you, who actually wants to heal your memories, your hurts your family situation he actually cares he actually wants to answer your question as regards the meaning of your life my friend and if you come talk to me later I'll tell you this is an opportunity to prepare for that great day so that when the Lord does come or when I go to see him I'll be ready and when I see him I hope to God, I pray, or I say, my Lord and my God. Thank you. Amen.